And now it's time for Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. This show is sponsored in part by Gracie's on Kirby in Houston, Texas, and the Carabas Family Restaurants. And now your hosts, Tori and Terry. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Hey, you guys. We're so excited to return to season two. It's season two, y'all. We've been busy during the break to really bring it to you this season. We're ready. Yes, yes. We have enjoyed our break and are super excited to bring you guys some new, exciting content features and guests. Yes, that's right. So sit back. Enjoy. This show is going to be so good. We're here to, you know, to bring you our sponsors, to tell you about them, and then we're going to get started. So we're going to give a shout out to Gracie's Restaurant, Valencia Couture, Armor of God Boutique, and Black Christian Influencers. You can find them on our social media handles on Love and Black with Tori and Terry. Hey, we have a very exciting but serious episode today, and we're talking about encouraging men to open up to mental health, right? Yeah. Which is, you know, something that's very paramount. And I want all you ladies, I know we have more women listeners, I want you to get your husbands, get your brothers, get your sons, pull them in right now. So we will be right back after this short break and we're going to talk about encouraging men to open up to mental health. Don't go away. Hey, what's up family? This is KG Smooth and you're listening to Love and Black with Tori and Terry right here on Praise 92.1. Hey, I think we need to talk. Whenever you say we need to talk, it's always something about me. No, it's about us. Here we go again. Same-ish, different day. All right then. Are you having trouble communicating? I Forever Will Christian Marriage Counseling has helped many couples overcome these challenges and many others. Contact us today at iforeverwill.com or call us at 346-349-6441. And now back to Houston's hottest relationship advice talk show, Love and Black with Tori and Terry. This episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry is brought to you by... Gracie's Restaurant on Kirby Drive and the Carabas family of restaurants. If you would like to be a guest, sponsor, or advertise, contact us at info at loveandblackwithtoriandterry.com. Hey, and welcome back. Hey, you know, before the break, we were talking about encouraging men to um, open up to mental health. You know, for a long time, there's been this gender stereotype that men are supposed to just kind of tough it out. You know? Oh, yeah. And, um... Never show emotion. Don't be vulnerable. Don't cry. Don't not cry. Oh, no. We didn't do that with our kids. <laughs> so um, we have men, we as men, rather, have this notion that we have to focus on the ideal appearance of being masculine, uh, superior masculine at all times, right? But that's just not necessarily true. And unfortunately, a lot of men experience this, you know, will never experience this outward cry for help or emotional support from others because... One, they just weren't taught how. And two, they just don't know. You know, we always say in counseling, if you don't have it to give, you know, you can't give it, right? Well, and it also creates a false bravado. You know what I mean? Exactly. So we have a guest today that, um, you know, has gone through some personal challenges, but he's an overcomer and a survivor. He's still here. So uh, we have today... Vin Luong, and um, you know, even though we're gonna let him tell his story, uh, just in, in short, uh, phenomenal gentleman that we met just recently, and loved his story, loved his projects that he's working on, and uh, he's a media director by trade, but we're gonna let him tell uh, the other things that he does. Vin, welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, Happy to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. You're quite welcome. Um, and thank you for 
everything that you guys do for the community and stuff. Thank you. Um, uh, as for myself, I mean, uh, are we talking about the ministry? Um, so well, just just, just uh, tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, this well, is uh, I'm originally you from, to this moment. I'm born and raised in, in New York, and uh, I've been in Houston for about eight years now. Okay. And, Love you. You know, Texas has definitely changed my heart. I definitely feel like a Texan for sure now. <laughs> okay. Um, it draws you in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I've been through my share of ups and downs, and I am by no means an expert or um, perfect, or I'm still learning. Um, but God has placed it on my heart recently, you know, to start this ministry, mm-hmm. um, you know, on uh, mental health and uh, suicide prevention. Mm-hmm. Um not that I've ever been suicidal, but mm. uh, uh, I've been in dark and, and, and uh, deep places. Yeah. Um, uh, and I've had friends who have gone through that, you know, mm. or uh, I know people that have also been um, in relationship with people who have gone through that. And so uh, my heart is just to create uh, a beacon of light to not only uh, advocate for uh, therapy and counseling, and, and to uh, destroy the stigma, sure. right? Um, but also to help those who are trying to support those that need it. Yeah. Amen. Know? So Amen. before we get too deep, because I, I feel like, ooh, this heaviness <laughs> coming on right now. But uh, my wife has this little game, yeah. and, and I'm going to preface it for She has this little game she likes yeah. to play with our guests. And normally it, it, she does it for the women, but uh, she's going to do it for you. And I do it for men and women, and he's already starting to take it over. He tries to take it over. Don't. Just look at me, okay? So it's just... I mean, we're men. When do we get anything right the first time, right? (laughs) All the time, man. I'm always right sometimes. Come on now. Okay, so this this here is my thing. This is my segment, and it's rapid fire. And so what you're going to do is you're just going to just go with it, okay? okay? We're just going to do the quickness, okay? You ready? Boom. Apple or Android? Apple. <laughs> Harley or Crouch Rocket? Mm, Harley. Okay. Window or aisle? Window. Okay. Adidas or Nikes? Nike. Uh, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Oh, we said that fast. Tattoo or piercings? Tattoos. Okay. And last but not least, drum roll. <laughs> New York, NYC, or Texas H Town? Wow. I know. Oh I know. <laughs> this is a Right now, yeah. Houston. Okay. All right, That's Houston. It. Ooh, Houston in the house. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Levin. Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> we know that you know you had an interesting journey getting here. Can you just like let us know how did you um, come upon find, founding Miles of Grace organization? I love the name. Oh, thank you. Um, it's uh, it, it's a name that's close to my heart. It just reminds me of you know. God's endless grace for mm-hmm. us, you know. Miles. Um, and uh, I thought it was fitting for the motorcycles and, you know, all these different things. Uh, and it's just like we're walking on this journey and he has miles and miles of grace for us. Um, and, uh, you know, I've never had, a like, a heart to start a ministry or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it just kind of came to me recently and... Uh, you know, there are things that in our lives, like we're, we're learning and we're trying to get better and, and do better with our with our wisdom that mm-hmm. we're given, you know, sure. and um, a lot of times I feel that we are so focused on ourselves, right? Even un- unintentionally, like we're, we're, we're so self-centered mm-hmm. in the way that we think or 
you know, we're so uh, consumed by just a very minuscule part of God's plan. And it, and it takes away from like um, the big picture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Man, uh, yeah. I mean to cut you off. Let me ask you this: to kind of help men out, right? Where were you? Because you mentioned earlier about you dark were in a places. dark place. Yeah. You know, where were you in a dark place, and did you even reach out for help? How did that transpire? Um, well, I've um, I've always found that it helped to talk about things. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it was hard to find the people to talk to. Sure. Um, but talking about things I feel like is so important. And when it comes to therapy, how I've come to understand it is it's not so much that they're giving you advice, mm -hmm. but it's an area, uh, there's an illustration where there's two people sitting, a therapist and a and a, a, the patient. Counselee. Right, right, the counselee, right? I don't mm -hmm. wanna use, but the counselee. And on top is like a scribble. And then the therapist is helping you to untangle that scribble mm -hmm. connect the dots right it, it's like just unraveling the tangled wires that you have in your mind yeah. and sometimes you just need a soundboard or somebody to help you to unravel it mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and that's how i think of it and um i think it's healthy for people to just reach out sometimes yeah, wow. yeah that's really good that's a great analogy and i like that idea about unraveling it or as piecing it together what fits what you know what you can discard and let you know let's go with this and just kind of, you know, separate it out. Exactly. And you know, we talk about myths and stigmas of men seeking help in any form or fashion, you right. know, whether even asking for directions or even looking at the GPS, right? Yeah, they you do know, I know where I'm going. <laughs> but uh, culturally wise, you know, we have a stigma in our communities that black people don't do counseling. Hello, and you guys heard me say this a million times, uh, <laughs> over half our clients are black and half our clients are male. <laughs> so, right, yeah, everybody so calls us. That, that, that's not really, right. you know, something that um, you know, that our culture should be afraid of. But culturally speaking, we're two, from two different cultures. Yeah. What does your culture speak on uh, receiving mental health therapy? Uh, I mean, in the Asian community, as far as my own experience, um, I don't think it's very prevalent to talk about our feelings or to talk about our mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Asian culture is a lot of like white knuckling, like just you know, strapping, strapping, yeah, man up, yeah, 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 man up, up. And, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, even women, like you know, in the Asian community, like my mom, uh, she came over on a fishing boat when she was like 12 years old, mm -hmm. and, and had to like you know build an empire from dirt, from wow. nothing, right? So, um, you know, and, hats off, baby. Right, right. And so <laughs> you know, so in the Asian community, there's a, a lot of very tough men and women, but. We're, we're told to kind of like toughen up and take it. And this is part of the culture. And it's like, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, also there's a lot of shame. There's a lot, it's a shame-based, uh, so you know, yeah. shame-based society. The embarrassment, also, yeah. mm -hmm, shame, mm -hmm. you know. Because yeah. of thinking of judge being judgment, you know, judged. The exactly, and how yeah. we look to others and stuff. But uh, I definitely think that talking about things and, and, mm -hmm. and uh, going through therapy and, and being open about this and normalizing it uh, allows for decompression. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know what? I, I joke a lot, but I'm serious. Yeah. You know, at any given time, there's about seven, eight billion people on this planet, right? And God didn't put all of us on here one time to be in silence. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He didn't put all of us out here just to lean on our own understanding. Matter of fact, yeah. in scripture it said, do not lean on our right. understand, you know, right. understanding. So the thing is, is that, you know, we were taught these things 
uh, you know, as as young men or boys, you know, not to cry, not to show emotion, not to be vulnerable with our feelings and things. And it, it's, it's weird in the sense that, you know, you're learning this as a child and then all of a sudden you get married or get in a relationship and, you know, your girl or your wife or whatever is going, you don't talk to me, you don't share your feelings yeah. with me and things like that, you yeah. know. So it's like this double-edged sword, you know, yeah. what do we do? Right? It's about being a safe place, though. I mean, that's even your, true, mate, yeah. your, you know, this, your spouse may not be a safe space. Yeah. So it's about, I think that's how we all found our BFFs, right? right? As children. Right. That's, that, that how, that's can, what determined yeah, who right. your BFF yeah. was, was okay, who you were well, safe with. Okay, I this, he ain't tell nobody, yeah. so we cool, right? <laughs> well, but, I mean, a lot of it is, is honest self-reflection, too, and I think that, you know, a lot of times we're afraid to be honest even with ourselves, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of, uh, what I'm learning in this season is that there's a lot of uh, season, trauma. I like that. And there's a lot of uh, it is anxiety. Right there. That's mm -hmm. it. That Trauma and anxiety. I didn't even know people. that I had. Hashtag. Right? And don't forget yes. the triggers. Cause exactly. Because you, you yeah. just said that you didn't know you had. Because people react to different situations and exactly. things. And they don't realize that they're being triggered. Or some of them do realize they're being Correct. triggered. But they never sought out yeah. the help to correct those issues right. or anything like that. Sure. So sure. we, you know, it, 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 it turns into this cyclical thing where, you know, you never get the help. You're constantly going through these things. Right. You're entering new relationships and right. you're carrying the same baggage from relationship to right. relationship. You're destroying other yeah. people. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. so much involved with this. Yeah. It, it truly is. Well, I mean, any, like, whether we realize it or not, we all experience anxiety. Mm -hmm. We might not call it that, but yeah. it's just that feeling of how do we cope and then all of us have our own self-soothing mm -hmm. right whether whether it be a good thing that we use to self-soothe self or whether it be you know we're self-medicating yeah. and we go into these patterns and a lot of us don't even realize it oh, exactly yeah, for you sure. know I, um for this show i was doing some research and i read a study and in a recent men health health survey study 46% of men said that they are embarrassed to talk about mental health issues with their male friends. And 49% stated that they are more depressed than they would admit to. That breaks my heart. That yeah. really breaks my heart because you don't have to be out here like that. You yeah. really don't. There is help. There really yeah. is. And as much as you think there's not, yes, we are counselors and you can reach out, but there's so many support groups and mm -hmm. things, even if it's the barbershop, you guys. I mean, seriously, yeah. there, there's there, some there, safe there, there, places. There's support groups. There are men's organizations. And with the advent of social media now, I mean, there are groups on social media that you can find that you can at least share things Air. with. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of people, they don't they don't talk about these things because of right. how they were brought up or because of the embarrassment that they think they're right. going to face. Well, guess what? Think about the worst thing you've probably ever been through in your life, right? Yeah. And you're still here. Yeah, you've survived <laughs> you know, 100% you survived of all your worst days. Sure. Exactly. Yeah, sure. you know? So, and this too shall pass, mm -hmm. right? So, if, if you, I mentioned relationships a few moments ago. If you're entering into a new relationship, you need to be whole. You, know, you don't need to drag these things and perpetuate the stereotypes yeah. and, and all into new relationships because you're doing a disservice, not just to you, but if you decide to make a family with this person, yeah. if you decide to have children, I mean, you know, you're not being a good servant over what God right. you know, has entrusted you with. Yeah, right? and it's cyclical, so it just continues yeah. to it, 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 exactly. perpetuate. So let me ask you this. Why do you think that men are embarrassed to talk about mental health? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you mentioned it before where uh, we have this this stereotype or this image that we're holding up of this, 
you know, bravado, this, uh, this um, super masculine or what we think masculinity is. But even if we look at the character of God, you know, he's no punk, right? right. Nah, I like we were talking about that the right. other day. Wasn't I say that? He's, he's not a genie in a bottle man. either. Like, yes. he's, he's sovereignty over all, but yet he has a heart of compassion. Mm -hmm. And it even says one scripture is literally two words. Jesus wept. Yeah. Shortest you know? verse in the Bible. Right. Yes. And, it, and it's like, it just shows that if the creator of the universe, the person that is the most all-powerful, all-knowing, and he has a compassion that way and, and he feels that way and he's open about it. Mm -hmm. You know, like how much more do we, should we be open and not be embarrassed of, of the things that, but I think that we're embarrassed because, you know, uh, in our society, we're taught to like toughen up, mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, and, and there is a place, a time and a place to, uh, you know, in the military, they say nut up or shut up, right? right I mean, right, shut, right. Up, shut up and nut, nut up, up, right? right. Mm -hmm. and, and basically there is a time where action, there's en enough talk. Yeah. We gotta, we gotta act. Put but some there has to the be. Words. There also is a briefing and a debriefing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We have to talk about things, and we also have to debrief things, right? To to kind of sort it all out in here, our internalness. Yeah. Right? You know, I counsel men, um, and my wife counsel women, uh, and as far as you know, shout out to doing, the lovelies, hi girls. <laughs> when we're not doing uh, <laughs> couples counseling. You know, we we also had individual counseling, and some of the things that um, you know I discovered from my male counselees is that. One, they think they can deal with these issues that they have on their own, right? Mm -hmm. And they let it, you know, they internalize it, right. which the internalization of it, it leads to anger, which is depression, you know, and yeah. they, they, they manifest all these different signs of depression or anxiety and don't even realize what it is, yeah. right? And, and they think their thoughts can run away too, and it just becomes a runaway yeah. train per se. I just want to add this. This is the guy's day, but I do want to add this from a female perspective. And that is, you know, I know that men are men, and we talked about the bravado. And so it's easy for us women to submit to God as our father, daddy's girl type of thing. But for a man to go to God, that's like man to man. Mm -hmm. And so... Again, you know, feeling no weak or whatever. There. Right. There's no judgment. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some people are angry for whatever things happen. I didn't get the right shot in life or whatever the case may be. But I will say this when it comes to submitting to your father and going to him. Think of it, you know, the, the movies we see where they, you know, they've got the perfect father-son relationship. Mm -hmm. The dad's there for his son. He's at all his games mm -hmm. and they're outside. Think of that as far as your dad being God and your coach. He's your heavenly father. Mm -hmm. So let that help you to let down your guard to right. go to him with whatever is on your heart and just open the door. He'll do the yeah. rest. That's good. Open the door and he will do the rest. But go to him. Don't have to worry about your these and your thous. You don't have to be phonetically correct with it. Just go to him and say, I got to holler at you for a minute. Do you have time for me? And, and then just let it loose. Yeah. And, and, you know, another thing, and you kind of alluded to it, then, that men, they don't want to, or we don't want to appear weak. Right? Yeah. And I, I, I tell men this all the time, right? I said, you know, people confuse weakness and meekness, those yes. two words, right? Absolutely. And Jesus was the meek person, mm -hmm. meek and mild, right? That's how the Bible describes it. And the thing is, is that people don't know what the word meek means. They, they think it's a mm -hmm. sign of weakness, but meekness is strength under control. Amen. Because Jesus could have any time said, yo, man, if you hit me one more game with that or you spit on me one more time, right. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm just going to snap my finger and knock all y'all out of here, right? Right. But he had strength under control, which is meekness, right? Yeah. And we have to understand that he, God did not give us the 
um, yeah. the, the power of fear or the spirit, or, of, fear. Or the spirit yeah. of fear. I'm sorry, and, and all, that means that we have this authority within us to yeah. you know to change things, to make things happen, right? And it's not about appearing weak because who are you trying to impress, right? Right? And, and, and I'm saying this, guys, because you know again we don't seek the help that we need. You know, we, we, we think that nobody can help us with this and we think nobody that understands. whatever our problem is, we're the only one that's right. ever had this problem. Right. And we refer yeah. to scripture a lot. In scripture again, it says there's nothing new under the sun. Right. So the I mean, problems it, that people are having today yeah. are the same issues that they've been having since It's what since they call the in, in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, they call it terminal uniqueness, where you, mm. where you think that you're so unique that no other problem, like, no yeah. other solution. It's almost You're so unique that just, nothing just, will help. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's almost you know? narcissistic. Really. Exactly. Yeah, it is narcissistic in a way because, you know, you're thinking that, hey, you know, I got this, you know, yeah. I'm under control, I don't need nobody help or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely do want to add that uh, because I, I do understand uh, uh, an atmosphere of respect and dignity and like holding yourself up to a certain uh, standard. Mm -hmm. um, but what I remind myself is that you're submitting and you're being vulnerable to the creator of the universe exactly. you're, you're you're to god right so it's not that you are uh it, it, somebody said that humility is not uh is not thinking less of yourself mm -hmm. but it's thinking of yourself less mm -hmm. right? so mm -hmm. That's i created an acronym out of the word ego which i call easing god out yes right yeah and that's basically what's happening when we decide to do this on our own and we decide we don't need any help and we're just yeah. gonna you know just try to deal with these problems and cope with it the best way we right. can you're easing God out because you're you're letting yeah. your pride and your ego get in yeah. the way. Hashtag no man is an island. I mean, exactly. <laughs> so let me ask this. What are some of the biggest pressure that men have to face when it comes to mental health or the challenges that uh, create these issues with them? Especially as it, when it, when you come across people at yeah. miles of and I'm just asking for your opinion, to. you know, dealing right. with the people right. you what deal you've, with. You know, what you've discovered. Um, well, we're still in our infancy. Okay. Right? We're still we're still forming and developing, but I can only speak on my experience. Mm -hmm. um, and I do believe that we touched on one of the biggest, uh, I guess, uh, uh, hurdles is that uh, men feel weak or they feel embarrassed to share. Um, but at the same time, I, I also, in my own experience, we also have to have patience, right? Yeah. And that is something that um, God is constantly teaching me. Uh, and and I think that patience is waiting for something, mm -hmm. uh, mm. but in our own in our own determination of what patience is, yeah. right? But really, it's patience on God, right? It's like whenever mm -hmm. He wants to do it, His time and I have yeah. to and I have to trust in that. But what do I do in that, right? Um, because during that time, I'm still anxious. I'm like, okay, well. Before you answer me, like I'm still anxious. What so, you do in the wait? Right, what in that what, what do time? I do in the wait? Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, that's why um, it's 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 all kind of like connected together, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's your lifestyle, it's it's mental health, like seeking help and therapy, but it's also reliant and trust and faith, yes. right, in God and and just allowing it to happen just mm -hmm. trusting and it's not gonna the always process. right the trusting process. the process you have to exactly. that was hard for me that was hard for me because i'm a fixer right like mm -hmm. or, or, same here and most men are most men they're like hey what's the problem let's let's that's deal your with roles it. Yeah. that's your roles as men so that's yeah. where the anguish comes in and the part that i had to learn was like you know sometimes it's not for me to fix but it's for me to just 
be a soundboard or to be a like listener. a mountain, like just 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 to be there. Yeah, you know, just presence, to, just, yeah. just just presence, presence. You know, hey, let, 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 I got to fast forward here because of the time. But uh, what I want to do is uh, I want to read this letter of the day. And you've seen our show before, so you know we always answer the reader um, mm -hmm. our audience. They send in letters. This particular letter came through and. I was definitely going to cover it, but this was the perfect opportunity, too. Um, doesn't really require a response, but um, just listen. Dear Tori and Terry, I'm reaching out to you because I've heard your show a few times and I like the advice you give. I was at a crossroads with my family and thoughts of suicide. I sought out a therapist in my area that has been very helpful in helping me identify with the various issues I am facing, as well as how to handle things when I am triggered. I just wanted to say thank you for your show and how it helped me get the help I needed. I would also like to say that if you could read my letter on your show, I would like to tell all men that you will not be shamed by seeking help. No one else knows what you're going through but you, and you have to get it out. Therapy works. Um, yes, we already yes, reached out to the person, you. but uh, you know, we thank you again for sharing this and um, you know, we really want to, uh, you know, be a, be a beacon of light for others, you know, and, and getting help. And as you guys know, you can always, uh, you know, we'll, for those of you watching our video, we'll put the suicide uh, and the mental health uh, numbers on the screen there. But um, it, wherever you're listening from, you can uh, always call contact the uh, National Suicide Prevention Hotline as well as SAMHSA for the um, SAMHSA. SAMHSA for it. <laughs> for mental S-A-M-S-H-A. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I worked for SAMHSA for years, so I'm for SAMHSA. So, but anyway, uh, and you can always reach out to us for that information, or we, we're not just marriage counselors, we do individual counseling as well. So uh, you can reach out to us at I Forever Will. Uh, before we uh, end here, can you let people know what you guys have going on for Miles of Grace um, and how they can reach you? Okay, so for Miles of Grace, we're doing our uh, debut uh, at the 40 Acre Conference, uh, which is a, uh, a minority-based uh, business conference mm -hmm. um, that's going to be hosted at the Post HTX in downtown Houston. Uh, it's going to be from January 14th through the 17th. There's going to be uh, lots of speakers, food vendors, and mm -hmm. all these things. They're going to have Battle of the Bands and all these wonderful things that they're going to offer scholarships and grants and all this. But we're going to have our booth there uh, with our sponsors. We're trying to set it up where it's like a motorcycle cafe kind of a thing. Okay. So we'll have some cool motorcycles uh, uh, displayed. But really, you know, um, we're trying to set it up where we are going to give uh, on-site therapy mm -hmm. uh, prayer. Uh, and also we'll be interviewing you know, even you guys or anybody that wants to come and share their testimony yeah. as well. Um, but we're just looking to be an advocate, you know, to be, you know, Absolutely. just to a be there. Solution, so how can they reach you to find out more about this? Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Miles of Grace Missions. Um, and uh, our website is milesofgrace.org. Um, right now, like I said, we're in our infancy, so we're slowly putting things mm -hmm. up. But, you know, please stay tuned and when's the event? with us. Uh, January 14th through the 17th. What times? Uh, that I have to get back to you, but it's okay. going to be an all day. Uh, yeah, it's okay. all day right now. So yeah. but you can just, when they go to the website, they can find that information. Mm -hmm. Right. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, I, instead of asking you for a closing, 
I wanted you to talk about soul care. I do. I want to give you know, you guys, we've been hearing self care is the thing, right? People have been using that a lot. Like we were using intentional and things like that, these different words. Self care is wonderful. Self care is taking care of our nails, our hair, going to the barbershop, salon, yada, yada. Soul care is what we want to step it up to. This is a new year. Let's get a fresh start. Soul care is getting with God, getting with your meditation, your devotion, your prayer. Get your soul together. Care for your soul. That's going to radiate out. And then it'll help enhance all that self-care stuff you're doing. Thank you, baby. Thank thank you you for joining us today. And this is for everyone, man or woman. Whatever you're going through and the pain you're experiencing, remember you're only human. It doesn't make you less of a person or even weak to get the help you need, right? It makes someone like you with a condition that can be helped. That's all it is. So let's change the narrative by making mental health mainstream hallelujah i love it thank you so much vin for joining us today hey we hope that you would tell others to view this episode on your you on our youtube channel and uh, you can follow us at love and black with tori and terry and push subscribe don't forget to contact us for your marital and relationship and individual counseling at iforeverwill.com we will get with you next week right here on praise 92.1 and 102.1 hd2 make love not war peace This episode of Love and Black with Tori and Terry is brought to you by Gracie's Restaurant on Kirby Drive and the Carabas family of restaurants. If you would like to be a guest, sponsor, or advertise, contact us at info at loveandblackwithtoriandterry.com.